0: have Jacqueline Smith And so very happy to introduce Jacqueline because she is uh, well you know I initially met Jacqueline when I was writing uh, the walk-ins book and we've just remained friends uh, throughout the entire time and she's been a great friend a wonderful support and um, you know my heart just goes out to Jacqueline she's a wonderful person and I'm so happy we get to share her with you guys today and Jacqueline is an internationally known star and animal communicator and light linguistic she's a high and has been communicating with star beings and animals since childhood she does light language sessions which activate people for clearing old patterns and becoming more authentic Jacqueline is the author of the books I've uh, actually of three books including the star beings in the mirror and Jacqueline I hope you'll be talking to us a little bit about your books today and maybe even sharing uh, some light language with us so welcome
1: Jacqueline Thanks so much, Sheila. It's it's a real honor and joy to be able to be um, part of this today. So Wonderful. Yeah. So um, I wanted to start with just sharing how I became a hybrid. And when my mother was pregnant with me, she was taken aboard a starship and the star beings injected her with what I call a cocktail of um, seven types of DNA from seven different races. So I was genetically altered and I had awareness of this even before I came into the body. So of course, in the larger sense, we're all hybrids were all part of a hybridization program. So being genetically altered, I have those seven different DNAs within me. So I wanted to talk a little about how star beings um, create hybrids just some of the ways that they do that. So, and these are personal experiences that I have had. So when I was a teenager, the star beings implanted an embryo in me, actually that happened a couple of times. And then they would come and remove the embryo. And for me, it was a positive experience in that they had this technique or technology to, we could say, place light in the womb and then lift that embryo out, take it to the ship and continue to um, allow that embryo to grow. Another way that I've experienced is they came and told me they took a strand of my hair which has my DNA and they created hybrid children through the strand of my hair. And so actually I have about 40 hybrid children and I have communicated with them. I continue to communicate with them and they have these technologies where they are able to um, take the embryo and then to help develop that embryo into a hybrid. When they create hybrids, it's always with intention and set with the intention of what that hybrid will be doing, what their mission will be. And so I've communicated with many star being, um, many hybrids and hybrid children who share with me what they're doing in other star systems. So the intention of the hybridization program is for the sake of evolution. It is also really important for the sake of diversity. And putting it, I guess, in its simplest form, the creator expressing itself through many different life forms to know itself. So some of the star beings I've communicated with um, in other star systems who are hybrids, who have human DNA with them, have communicated with me that they are sharing sharing with others about the human DNA as well as star being DNA. So they are actually um, teaching this, just like we might be learning about the different races the Arcturians or Zetas or whoever, that they are going into other star systems and teaching others about the human DNA. And I thought this was really cool. One hybrid who I communicated with he showed me this that when when he was in another star system, holographically he would create the construct of a human to share what a human looks like. And I thought that was really wonderful that they are talking about humans elsewhere. And so all the hybrids um, are bridges. My star children um, have shared with me all the different kinds of things they are doing in other galaxies. So I have a son who we could say is like an engineer, but he's working on the life grids throughout many um, of the star systems, we could call it an internet. So so again, the importance of hybrid program Um, I don't think it can be stated enough how important it is because without it, where would we be in terms of evolution? And there are many hybrid children now being integrated into the earth plane. I have a daughter who is hybrid and she lives in another country. And she and I communicate telepathically. And I, I always love that I probably will never meet her in person. But when she was on the ship, when I would visit her on the ship, she was the one who looked most like me the way I did when I was a child. So they were able um, my, my star parents are tall, white Zeta masters, I call them my star parents. And they integrated her in, into this world. So they are learning just like we are, more about ways to um, create hybrid children and, and to integrate them on the earth plane and the intention of them being on the earth plane is to help raise the frequencies, to help activate and raise the DNA within humanity. So, um, and, and there are more and more children coming in and from my perspective, it, it, it gives a lot more hope that these star children are coming in, They already know who they are, what they're here to do, and just have amazing talents and skills. And so they are teaching and activating um, and will be humanity in, in a very big way. So I think that's, to me, that's really exciting. And I also had the opportunity When I was on the Starship as a children, I was starting around the age of three, I was on the Starship most nights actually up through being a teenager. So I had the opportunity to spend time with the hybrid children there. And there's a wide variety of the hybrid children. So when I walked into the room, to be with hybrid children, um, they were all colors. I mean, it was like walking into a room full of, um, of rainbows. And so there are many different races that you know we don't even know about who have their own hybridization programs as well. So they are creating... Um, all kinds of of hybrids. And again, there's the full spectrum of hybrids. So I have the opportunity with the ship I was on, these were very highly evolved beings on the ship. So I've had, um, you know, on the ship, I was with eight other children, we were in a class, we were taught all kinds of things, levitation and energy balls as well. So again, I think that what's wonderful, what's happening now, is that um, people are awakening to this globally. Everybody wants to know their star origin. <laughs> and I have the opportunity and privilege of being able to tap in to their star origin, to share the race that they are connected to so when the soul first sparked off from the creator we have the soul we have the divine love and next to that we have a star origin which is a frequency that runs through all of our lifetimes so we could call it our key frequency but we've been star beings in many lifetimes so Another way that um, hybrid children are created, I had the incredible opportunity of merging with a mantis on the ship and it, it was energetically so that, but there was a mix of our DNA and, um, and right before me, there were these mantis beings, these little baby mantis beings. (laughs) And so they actually came out of like spheres that wasn't exactly egg-shaped. So I got to watch them right before my eyes develop from the embryo embryo state to being, teenage mantis hybrids um, actually within seconds because the mantis beings are master geneticists and they are very good at knowing how to monitor all these things. So the hybrid children can grow up very, very quickly. It's, It's not like the human or they can slow it down and They decide that depending on how things are. I have seen tanks on the ships of the hybrid children and I've also seen hybrid, um, the embryos. I have seen like rooms of, I call it spheres where the beings, the, the hybrid beings are developing within those spheres and it's um, transparent. I could see into the sphere and and watch those beings develop. And again, some of them may come out of uh, of that sphere or egg within, um, it, it could be seconds, it could be days, it could be years. So they have the ability, again, to monitor that. I like to think of the celestial or the um, spheres at, as an egg and and these hybrids. And, and they, what is was so amazing and cool to me is the hybrid babies knew when they were ready to come out of Spheres, and so they would automatically kind of start to stick their fingers um, through through this gel-like material, which that gel-like material was feeding them, you know, just just like we are fed by our mothers with the umbilical cord. So they were being fed with this gel-like substance. So when they were ready to come out, they would start um, putting their fingers through, through the sphere and they would start emerging. So I had the wonderful privilege and opportunity of seeing that happen. And then there were the guardians, I call them the guardians of the hybrid children who would come and then assist those hybrid babies after they emerged from the spheres. And then um, the hybrid children on the ship, they were being raised with unconditional love. The ship I was on was about unconditional love. There were mantis beings, again, my Star so parents are tall white Seda masters. Their name was Sazu and Amita. And I still visit them, or they come and visit me. So there was this program, this hybridization program on the ship. It was a key, um, a key part of what, what they were doing. And then they were teaching. There were eight, eight of us children from Earth, who they were teaching us, and so the hybrid children would teach us about their abilities, and we would teach the hybrid children more about being human. So I had fun teaching some of the hybrid children, like nursery rhymes, like Patty Cake, and um, it was great fun. And then that is carried. that was carried on through my hybrid children in their DNA as well as in the DNA of the children on the ship and then their children as well. And and so they were very interested in our emotions and so they were developing their emotions to a greater extent than they had before that with these hybrid children, they they were um, showing more emotions than previous generations. And so um, for me, both of my parents, um, I come from a bloodline where both of my parents um, were connected with, with star beings going back many, 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 many generations so on a soul level, I chose that. And they chose me as well. And so the hybrid children are really amazing. And another way of creating um, that, that I work with all the time when I work with clients is the beings show me this, that the different groups, when they we could say when they first were, um, when there were the purer races before the hybrids, be, before the hybrids started to happen, what they would do is energetically, they would merge with other races intentionally, which started creating other which started creating hybrid races. And so from that, of course, then we have diversity within the DNA and expansion um, with, within the races. So this is why we have so many hybrid races because in, in the beginning when they merged energetically, it was on every level that could be etherically, they they or they could merge quasi-physically or physically. And, and this and the DNA would be in the hybrid children that they create. And I've, I've watched them do this many, many times, and it's quite amazing to me they just energetically join and And then there are these hybrid children. So I think it's, you know, where we are at now, we are really evolving and heading toward um, everyone becoming more awake globally, more people are becoming awake, more people want to know their star origins, they want to know more about how that works, where they're from, what they're doing here. A lot of people are interested and in ask me, what, what is my mission here? And they are connecting to their star families. Um, we've been star beings in many other lifetimes before. So I think that um, with what's going on now, this, this you know, the evolution is just going to continue. And I think we're going to be seeing wonderful things. And one thing that the star beings, all the star beings that I communicate talk with, just the basic messages, which I think are important, that we are all one and they always tell me that joy is a very high frequency that if we do what we love, then we're doing our mission, whatever that might be. And everyone is going to know that from within their heart. It really doesn't come from the head, but it comes from within their heart. Many of the hybrid children I call them children, many of the hybrid beings, they know what their missions are. So when they are on the ship and they are working with the beings there to prepare them to go into other star systems, um, they already know what, what they're going to be doing. For them, it's more of an innate kind of thing. So I have, um, I have some children, I keep calling them children. (laughs) I have some hybrid children who are artists, and they show me incredible art that they do from their heart. And it's holographic. It's very cool. It's, it's multidimensional. And so I have the opportunity to see that and experience that. They have instruments we don't have that are holographic that sound similar to a violin or cello, but not really because they can play all these other spectrums of frequencies that um, we don't really have the ability to do on earth. And so with all this going on, Everyone is waking up to to that they are multi-dimensional beings, and which is very key. And I've gone through the process of integrating my multi my multi-dimensional selves um, from other selves from my soul who are star beings into my field, and so. In doing that, it um, we could say it also brought in that DNA um, of from other aspects of who I am. and And years ago, I had to uh, work to integrate these multi-dimensional selves and into my fields. So. And so there, it brought the DNA of who they were, which is really me, into my field in a way that um, I have access to. And everyone is doing this in one way or another, um, more so if, if they're open to it, but we all have multi dimensional selves. And so it's a very important period of time um, now that, that we are integrating our multidimensional cells and with that we are integrating all these other strands or, um, of our DNA so that we can understand who we are as a whole, as a whole being. And so obviously this is from the soul. So as we um, continue to get in touch with our multidimensional selves and awaken and to understand that we are star beings, it in turn awakens the soul and allows the soul to be more conscious on a number of levels as well. So, and I am um, I think that light language, I wanted to mention light language. I, when I grew up on a ship, light language, um, there were codes on the walls of the ship. There aren't really walls on the ship, it's all holographic. And the ship is an organic being but I used to stick my fingers into the codes, the light codes on the walls, and so when I did that, they they would come off, come out of the wall, and they would start dancing with me and through me, which was raising my frequencies, and also I feel they were working with. Um, helping me integrate the DNA from all these star being aspects of myself, but it it was great, great fun. And so um, I wanted to mention that light language, you know, light language is speaking light (laughs) and it's sacred geometry we could call it the cosmic voice, and from my perspective, I feel like it is our next step in the evolutionary process. And I have, um, I'm working with many people with light languages and star languages. So, the star languages um, flow through me when I work with people and when I speak. Speak the, um, speak the star languages. Um, I'm speaking them every day to myself, to the universe, saying prayers in light language, that um, these are very high frequency languages that come from the star beings. And actually all our languages here are from the star beings. So they can sound very, very familiar. And light language has the ability to heal people to release all patterns, it shifts their DNA. And what I love about light language is that when with shift being able to shift DNA. The light language works on all levels. It works within the cells, it works within our fields, it works with our soul, it works with our psyche. So when the languages come through, they know what that person needs. So for me, it's an easy, it can be an easier way to clear things out, to let go of old patterns, to open doors for healing. So genetically, um, language is natural for humans. And I feel that light language is also natural for humans to speak. I believe it's an innate gift or quality that we have, just like telepathy, even though many people are not aware of that they're communicating telepathically um, often, and, but they're just not aware of it. So with the light language, it um, many people are speaking it globally. It, it's like a wildfire at this point, which I love. And it's awakening many people to themselves, to ascension, and it is helping them to evolve in their own life, in their own process. So light language activates what, what we would call the dormant um, junk DNA. So it has this ability to open all kinds of amazing abilities, clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, um, to be that new human, to be evolving. And so light language is very joyful. (laughs) It it blisses me out. fun, it's easy. And so everyone, again, has the ability to learn light language. And so I have the wonderful opportunity to work with people who are interested in pursuing that um, for their own um, evolutionary process. They wanna be more awake. And so that it's it's um, an amazing um, way to um, to awaken the DNA, and so that's going on on very deep levels with people. Also, in terms of um, the light language. It can be sung, it can be written. It it can be danced, it can can be toned. It it can be expressed in whatever way. It can be expressed through our hands. So so whatever way it wants to come out, it can come out for someone. So, But the key thing is um, a lot of the children coming in now are speaking light language or they're coming in speaking their star languages and i find that fascinating like some people i've talked to have shared with me that they're saying my child is speaking light language so i'm speaking light language back to them and and for some of the adults who aren't speaking light language the child can activate that and is activating that within their parent or within the adult, which, which I think is just, just so beautiful. And so now we are seeing parents and children speaking these languages that, that they are bringing in, you know, from other dimensions, from the stars, however you want to say that. And so I think we're going to be seeing this expand throughout the world in a bigger way. And we can say prayers with light language. I I pray a lot in the languages because my mind's not in the way, my ego's not in the way and whatever comes through, um, it knows that energy That language that might be a star language, it might be the language of Divine Mother, Divine Father, comes through to support that person. So that's very exciting to me. And also, working with animals, um, I have found the light languages to support them it can help heal them. They don't have the ego in the way. So they are able to take in the the light languages through every cell of their being. There's no resistance. They're just taking it in. And I've had some experiences with animals. Um, One one day I was walking in the woods in the field and there was a rabbit there and I looked at that rabbit. I kind of stopped and I started speaking light language. And, you know, usually rabbits will turn and run off. Well, this rabbit sat there and looked at me and just sat there and looked at me the whole time I was speaking light language and I could feel that she was receiving it. So um, I love to do lots of light language blessings for the world. I pray for Gaia every day and many people and and beings as well. I like to say prayers for the star beings, um, those who we call star beings. Also, they are in their own process of evolution as well. And so it is not always easy for them in their evolutionary process. We might think that, but that's not always, always the case. So so at this time, we are really coming together on many levels with the star beings. You could say we are meeting more deeply in frequency and with our DNA shifting and being activated and awakening, it is easier for them to communicate with us. And it's easier for people to then get in touch with their star families as well. So I think more... More people are just awake now that, that they have a star family, which I think is amazing. I mean, I've been doing this work for a really long time. So I love to see how all of this is opening and evolving. So light language um, is sacred geometry and works within those structures within each person as well. It can bring balance and harmony within all of the bodies, but there are the sacred geometric um, constructs, you know, that that we are. So it works on a, a really deep level. When I was on the ship, the star beings and I spoke many, many different star languages. So it's, um, I, I just continue to do that and usually know who's who's coming through. And sometimes they may give me the interpretation, sometimes not, to me it's not that important because it, it can be nice though, but it bypasses the mind ego. So it works on really, to me really deep levels that we are ready to work with. And so I, I see it as a great gift at this time. Not everyone has to speak light language, it's, it's up to them, but that ability is there. And so like for some people, it's more natural for them to be say clairvoyant another person might be geared toward clear audience or clear sentience. So we all have our gifts and talents. And um, I'm just sharing with you some of my experiences. I loved being on the ship um, with the Stardews and learning, um, or I should say remembering all the different languages that that they shared with me. So And I write about a lot of my experiences in my book, Star Being in the Mirror, My Journey as a Hybrid, because I wanted to share my experiences, hoping that it will help support um, other experiencers who have been through similar experiences. And hopefully, um, people reading it just because they're curious and want more information about who star beings are. And um, you know maybe someone has seen a, a UFO, they're curious. And so by reading um, my book and other books, it can help activate and awaken them. I've had many people tell me reading my book has activated them and that they started remembering um, memories of being on ships and connections with other star beings. So um, that's, that's a real gift to me. So evolution will go on and on, continue. <laughs> and it's really, um, to me, it's very exciting to see, humanity really embracing themselves as cosmic beings, that they are much more than they think they are. And so, and the DNA can be activated in so many ways and um, through music, through art, through singing, um, there are many ways that, that 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 is actually happening now. So with the different kinds of DNA, there's, you know, of course we have the physical and we have the quasi-physical and there's etheric. So the star beings are working on all these levels with the DNA in various ways. And the different races have different hybridization programs they are not all all the same and so i'm sharing some of my uh, the experiences that i have had with the star beings who i have been connected with in this life um, and so the tall white zeta masters again who i refer to as my star parents I have known them in past lives. So not only do, do I have the bloodline of both of my parents, but I also have the relationship with the tall white Zeta masters from past lives that we could say um, kind of created the, the choice, you know, where my soul made the the choice to come in and be a hybrid and they also chose me so it's a mutual understanding and I just I consider myself a bridge I consider the hybrids as bridges to just keep connecting w- with other races um, to continue to raise the frequencies, to shift DNA for all beings to continue uh, to evolve. And also I've had the wonderful opportunity to um, create star music, which is fun for me. They just come through and play the music through me. And um, they have shared with me that the music, the different notes they come through with are all specific frequencies or the chords I come through with are all specific or shifting DNA. And then I combine light language with that, a particular for example, let's say um, the Lyran star music comes through and then I will speak the Lyran star language. So it, it gives a, a lot of power in terms of being able to activate people. Again, it can heal people, it can clear people, it can help them come into better harmony with themselves, it can awaken them on all kinds of levels, and we all know how powerful music can be, right? So it's um, it it just opens us up on all kinds of levels and within our field. So I think um, that's exciting, and um, so some new, these are new things that I continue to learn about and to share with people. And also I had a being come through. Um, she calls herself light, light Being, And I wanted to share this, this drawing came through. Um, it, I, I just sat down and just channeled it. And I think it's quite interesting what she looks like. And Her purpose, she told me, is for helping people to integrate their multidimensional selves and to shift their DNA. And if you look at her, she kind of looks like DNA, her body. So, um, so she, to me, she looks like a very, very happy being. And, I love to, um, on paper, put down the different codes, all the light codes that these wonderful star beings come through with, which can then in turn help, help others. So I, I love to share them. I have hundreds and hundreds of them. And so one I wanted to show too, this one's in my book, the mantis beings are um, are very highly evolved. I consider them one of the most ancient races. They helped to create the cosmic grids as well as the grids for Earth. So these codes, are are very complex. They're they're multi dimensional. So when I draw these, they are multi dimensional. So people hang them up in their homes, and it actually the energy is um, through their whole house. So this one's from the mantis being, and it's it's a really powerful, wonderful way to activate DNA um, and the dormant DNA to open again to our natural gifts and talents that, that we have, that, that many people are getting in touch with now. So mantis beings um, are great fun. They spent three days with me giving me that transmission because every stroke, every line is um, very particular that they give me. So that's been a wonderful gift to me. So I'd like to, I think um, I'll speak a little, see who comes through um, and, or if there's any message. So with a light language, the story
2: languages, Amaha Ma ma ha go te he, ma shakai na hai na kai, na tai yi na kai yi na kusuu, shato ta na hai ye, na mahari, ushukuturukure ye ta, Uatanya tanah, uatanya siak ayakana. Uatilikutruk ramaharieta, ushuku anda Nahai, hai. Umakaiya, Ie i i na uu uu kai kutoa. Ushuku la kai anda teia i oya nako we naka ya nako we ya si un na ya na kulya ke amhala ya na ha ya ung umakaite manatai usiku anaka ya na ho pomakrite umaka tai okay so so that um that came
1: through from um Doctorians, and there was also a mix in there of Zeta, and so they were simply bringing through frequencies to bless everyone and also to activate everyone um, into more joy, so I'd like to thank them.
0: That was absolutely beautiful. I love to hear your light language. It is, it's such a sweet resonance. It just kind of washes over me. I love it. Thank you, Sheila. Would you possibly be able to bring through also some of the mantis? Mm -hmm. I love to hear them too. I love your light language.
2: Um, I'm an (laughs) addict. (laughs) Thank you, Sheila. ゆか。みんなかここがな部屋かい。Okay. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful, they always, beautiful. They always make me laugh.
0: I know. They're, they're precious. Okay. I have a bunch of questions for you. Okay. All right. Um, one of the first things I want to ask you is how were your parents chosen? Because I'm sure that they just can't pick anyone at random to um, do this specialized hybridization that they did with you because I know you said that you've had, you know, you've got the seven different genetics So was there something special about your mom that allowed her to be able to carry you in this way?
1: Well, my mother, my mother had, my mother also had past life connections with the tall white Zetas and her mother before her and her mother before her and her mother before her. And. And um, a similar connection also with, with my father, um, where there was a connection with the tall white zetas, as well in his father, and his father, and his father. So I've been um, shown and told that it's just, you know, and, and it goes way back. And then the soul had chosen that, you know, they had chosen ahead of time to do this okay wonderful now was your mom aware of any of this going on on a conscious level um i think definitely on a subconscious with some comments yeah. she made to me um and if it was unconscious level she never said anything to me got it got so it. i think she was very frightened yeah, which which would make sense. Oh sure. You know, I wasn't exactly a normal child, so what what do you do with that? <laughs> <It's> like, right. <laughs> where's this kid from? Right. Okay.
0: Okay. And then I had another question about the tanks. You know, a lot of people talk about going on ships and seeing these rooms that are they're just like massive rooms that have. You know tanks stacked on top of each other in a wall and the whole nine yards and then you were mentioning that when it was time for the birthing process that the infant would basically just kind of reach out in that process you know they would help to to break that gel membrane apart so i'm wondering do hybrid children or are hybrid children born with um, a much more developed mind, because I know you also said then that the nannies, you know, there were nannies that would take care of them, etc. So, you know, I'm just wondering if the infant mind is an infant mind, or are they born much more
1: developed? Can you talk to that? They're developed much more developed. They're born much more developed than than we, you know, than we are on Earth because of the star being DNA and you know genetics, all of that. So, and they have nannies to help be guides for them to help them integrate their DNA and the human DNA. Just like I the integrate we have to integrate our star being DNA, they were integrating the human. And so when I would go visit them and hold them and love them. I was enhancing that human DNA within them and helping them understand that that was a part of them as well. Okay, that
0: that makes sense. And then um, this might be a loaded question, <laughs> but. I gotta ask it okay so (laughs) you mentioned one of the comments you made was where would we be without the hybridization uh program and so i was wondering if you could give an example of where you think humanity might be without this
1: program um honestly i'm just going to give my perspective i mean i respect i respect humanity and all their gifts and Um, and the star being DNA within them. But I just feel without the hybridization programs that we would not be getting very far at all. We've already had a hard time. So those doors are opening more now, which is very exciting. But I... um, I just think it would not be, um, I think it would be very slow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and if you don't want to share this, that's fine. But I know that you had quite an experience around Thanksgiving several years ago. And I was wondering if you could share with people a little bit about what happened to you.
1: I mean, with the hybrid children?
0: uh when you were taken on the ship for about 2 weeks
1: yeah gosh i mean that's a you know it's a long story but but i was taken on um during thanksgiving 2013 i was taken on a mother and it was an amazing just amazing i i was there with many other star beings and i would shapeshift into Um, who I was to into these I was able to shape shift into the different seven aspects of who I am a star being when especially when I was around like other Octarian Zetas or other or mantis beings I could just shift but I had a lot they did surgeries on me and also they through all of this they um, did surgeries on my eyes and before Thanksgiving, I had to use glasses to read the computer. And then after, right after this experience, I put on my glasses and I couldn't read and I took them off and I could read the computer perfectly. So it, it was an amazing experience of being what I, it felt like going home to me, being with other beings Um, And I had the opportunity to receive these healings, to also do healings on, on other beings and to um, see my hybrid children and um, especially the one who is here on earth. So it was, it, 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 it was an experience that was amazing when they come to came to pick me up there was like a scout ship and I was literally at the window going I'm here come get me (laughs) because you know and they gave me a choice they go do you want to go or not and I'm going yeah right I'm going so it was just so much fun I was like waving out at the scout ship they go okay lay down we're coming to get you and then I was just out and then we were entering the ship. So it, it's, um, it's a great story to, you know, to read about you know, in my book if people are interested. And many things were happening around my house. A ship flew out of the portal by my house. And I stood there and watched it, which was amazing. It was an organic ship. Everything in my house was crazy. with The electromagnetic fields, crystals were moving around oh. by themselves. And I mean, literally I put a crystal on a table, it disappeared. And for some reason I needed to look under my bed and there it was. So <laughs> molecular changes happened with an owl statue I had. Um, those photos are in the book. So, I mean, this went on for months, this went on for months. And um, I knew they had taken me physically. I had implants taken out. I mean, and um, I knew they had, when I came back, uh, my pillow was at the other end of the bed and sheets were folded, which I never do. Um, And, (laughs) And it was their way of telling me that it had taken me physically. And I got to go in other dimensions and clean up some karma in other dimensions, which was a real gift. And it, it took me quite a while to integrate all of that. <laughs> Oh, bad okay so I've got a couple questions
0: uh, from our audience I'll I'll quit taking up all your time and ask their questions but I just always love it's like oh okay I've got another one for you okay so Bonnie is wondering um, if she could hear some light music please oh I, I don't have the ability to do that today yeah okay. Okay, and then Jimmy is asking, uh, says, I may have missed this earlier, but what age did you become conscious of your star self and your contact hybridization?
1: Well, it was a process. It was a journey through through my life. When I started, I had some memories, a, a couple of memories, I would say, in my teens, um, and then more later in my 20s, mm-hmm. I became more conscious. I knew I was a star being. Then later I understood that I was a hybrid. And so it's a, it was a unfolding kind of process um, to, and to integrate all of that. And the thing, actually the Thanksgiving experiences, I call them, um, integrated all of that for me and I had to integrate my my, my star selves from my soul. <laughs> this was a trip, yeah. <laughs>
0: All right. And then we have another question from Jimmy. And he's wondering, was the scout ship a cigar shape?
1: No. This, okay. one, this one was a metallic round saucer. I, I really felt like I was in a sci-fi movie. I mean, I was standing at the window going, I feel like I'm in a sci-fi <laughs> seeing, <laughs> seeing the scout ship right next to my window and everything I had seen before that, um, just, I felt like it was a movie. <laughs> wow, wow, wow.